Hey, James, I was just sitting here today thinking... Wouldn't uh, it be great if there was just a guest host so we wouldn't have to just keep looking at each other all the time? That's exactly right. Wait, hey, guys. Hey. Oh, hey. Sally. Hey, Manoush, what are you doing over there? Sally, Manoush God, pops you snuck up. up on us. It's me. It's Manoush mm. Zamarodi. Yes. I could say... Rolls off the tongue. I could say that name all day long. Mm-hmm. James, join me. Manoush. Some people say I was destined to work in public radio <laughs> due to my name. It is a good po- Speaking of, um, do you know anything about Lila Fadel? Lila Fadel. Is this another inside oh, joke? Oh, she's great. Yeah, but why is her name pronounced one way when they introduce her than a totally different w- way when, when she, she says, says it? it? Yeah. Because she's saying it the right way? And because yeah, but wouldn't you think that they would learn? They can't. It's like they can't say. Is that what it is? Yeah, no. There's. I other- know Dubner is, really gives people a hard time. No, it's like Jason doom. Jason Rezaian. It's not Rezaian. That is the Americanization of the way that they say their name. And then you've noticed, you know Jason Rezaian, the Washington Post reporter. And so what I've How noticed— How do you say his name? How well, do you say his name? So in Farsi, there's this way of pronouncing words where there's no, like, no emphasis, no emphasis. You just say it. So Rezaian. And, of course, the Americans have to have an emphasis— Rez, Rezian. God damn the Americans. Yeah, I know. Ruining names well, that's for everyone. Why, but then here's what happens. The Persians are kind of like, ah, it's fine. Like Zamarodi. That's not really how you so say it. So pronounce Manush Zamarodi as if you were, instead of the American superstar podcast journalist that you are, <laughs> the, Persian the Persian podcast journalist superstar that you are. Okay, keep in mind I'm only half Persian, so I, you will And the other half is German? Swiss German, yeah. Oh, Weird. I could see those going together really well, yeah, though. Yeah, and I'm married to a nice Jewish boy, so there mm. you go. Anyway, so... Zomorodi. And give me the manoush. Mahnoush. Oh, yeah, I like ours way better. <laughs> it's way better, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that's America, fine. we make names better. <laughs> <laughs> it's our new catchphrase. So, Hamas Altucher. James, do you have a question for uh, Manoush? Altucher. I have a question for both of you. Because I'm talking to two of the most successful people I know, how do the really? most— Yes. James, can just I just say it. something? I'll take just it. take it. Just take it. Just take it. This compliment cannot go unchallenged. Why not? James, I like you it. you got to be hanging out with more successful people than us. James, no, thank I, you. I, I honestly— It's taken I, me a long look, time to take a compliment. Well, yeah. we, this leads to a question of what is success, and we've all agreed on a prior episode. We all enjoy what success we do for a living. Success is associating with people who are not very successful because then you feel relatively successful. That is so cynical. My really? God. What's your yeah. question, I thought that James? was a good strategy. I thought that was the question. Well, well, no. Oh. The, the, that's, that was a I thought we were done question. here. <laughs> <laughs> that was an ancillary question. But but you can then, well, the question I'm about to ask, you could change your answer. Whenever I hear ancillary, said. I think of Ansel Adams. I can't help it. Whenever anybody says the word ancillary, so, I think of those mountains. So Does that not happen a, to if you? If this was a TV show, we could flash really to a black and white is. photo. All right. How do the most successful people oh. spend the first hour of their day? So, and I'll start with you two. How do you spend <laughs> the first hour of your, of your day? Successful people that I know. Well, Which, it inc- this is Sorry. the article that always like stays at the top of Inc.com and Fast Company and right. LinkedIn. You're saying like, James just stole this idea. No, I, I stole it from Quora where oh. I got about a million views. Nobody has the answer is what I'm saying. So wait, sorry. Is the question literally empirically th- how do the people or how do we – are you asking us how we spend our days? Well, I'm asking – Because you said you thought we were successful. Well, I think that advice is autobiography. So I want you to tell me how – and since both of you are successful, I want you to tell me how you spend okay, the Manoush? first hour of your day because – well, 
Well, I have an idea of how you spend the first hour of your day because I'm going to tell you a little something, James. Because she lives across from your apartment and uses a <laughs> telescope in, every day. In my binoculars, I see. No. Uh, Can I just Dumbler, say, you yes? do a tech podcast? I yeah. think you'd have actually a remote camera instead of binoculars <laughs> across the it's street. It's actually way less exciting than that. Stephen Dubner's family and my family went on vacation together by mm. accident a couple summers right, ago. Right, we ended up in the same Place. We ended up at the same place. You didn't think they'd let people like us in there. <laughs> like, That's wait a minute, terrible. the Dubners are here? That's terrible. The point is, every morning, I was getting up really early because I have little kids, and the only time I ever get to myself is, like, crazy early. And I would meet my mom because she came on a vacation with at us. At a bar. At the <laughs> coffee stand at, like, 6 in the morning, five thirty six, And who would be there? Nobody but oh. Stephen Okay, Dubner. so this tells me a couple things. A, he likes coffee. No, waking up <laughs> early. You had to wake up like yes. 4.30 or 5 to get to someplace by 5.30 and then going out for coffee as opposed to making it at home. No, it's, a, it's like a resort. Hotel. Yeah, it's a, it's a hotel. Yeah. Oh, okay, so there, there's a, a place in the hotel for coffee. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was open at 5.30. Well, no, let me tell you how it works at this particular place because I this is a place I go sometimes by myself to write in the winter when there's no one around. And the coffee is not made... Uh, is not distributed for real until 7 a.m. when there's an early breakfast. But at 5 a.m., they do put out two push containers of of urns, you know, the push urns. And there have been weeks in February when I was up there. Like, I I would go, like, for a week once a year when I'm on a book deadline. It's great. And it's totally monkish and immersive. And there have been days when I am the only one to get that coffee between five and seven, you and just I, take the whole thing I've dra- by the handle. I've drained the uh, I've drained the whole coffee urn. Okay, so you're, you're you you wake up early. You you we're caffeine you addict. Leave the yes. room somehow or home or whatever. You're making it sound like there's so much intention and effort to get but, coffee, but, uh, but uh, maybe there, there is. is. Yeah, because you need coffee to kickstart your day, and there's a lot of health benefits to coffee as well. But you also use it to kind of kickstart the creative muscles because you, you use it to write. You said you're going on writing retreats there. And also you respect privacy. You were having some private time for yourself yes. away from family. You were having private time to block out time for away writing. Away from Manoush. <laughs> Except then I was— Looks like you would run into each yeah, stalker. Exactly. Completely. So, so what else do you do in your first hour? I like to pee within the first hour. That's a good thing. It's good for your bladder. It doesn't have to be the first thing, and I don't do it for the entire hour. But sometime within that hour, I do like to You don't do it in the first second? Um, Often I do. I do like to weigh myself in the morning. Really? I do. I like to, and I, I like I to look at. I haven't weighed myself in about ten years. Is that what you want me to weigh you right now? I've I, one of my skills I've been working on is uh, what I call the human scale index. I like to pick up someone. And tell them how much they weigh. I don't. I do are you not serious? want. Let's go to shot. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's do this. Definitely. I'm, I'm totally. I'm totally not doing that. Oh, we are so. <laughs> I am not this. letting Stephen figure out. No. You don't trust me. Wait. How yet? accurate are you come usually? Here, come here, okay. I'm usually. I'm I say in. within three pounds. Really? Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. This is weird, but okay. Okay. No, Wait, oh, you have to go like like you're like I'm your bride. Oh, this is oh really he's gonna Stephen is gonna carry Manoush over the transom. I have to hold you for ten seconds. Stephen is holding wait, Manoush for 10 clothes. seconds. I'm going to say uh, you, Manoush. Okay, wait, wait. By the yep. way, Manoush wait, just like you warned you. This is weird. She's wearing heavy clothes. <laughs> write it down. That's not bad, actually. You are off. How but, many um, pounds am I off? Three. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. Well, um, you're in you're in the correct can vicinity. I, can I tell you something? I've never actually done that before. Are was, you? Yeah, no, I just I just wanted to pick you up. I really, I really wanted to pick up James. That's why I, wanted I was that not too. letting Stephen pick me up. I sense something going on there. <laughs> <laughs> 
I sense something going on there. But wait, 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 wait. That's actually pretty good. Not that good. I think it's pretty good. In percentage terms, it's uh, about 6%. Well, to make you feel better, that's within my BMI. All right, good so to know. So there you go. But I will, I will tell you, I don't check my weight because I don't want to think about it at all. <laughs> so I think it's like a waste of time to think about it. it has no, It's not an indicator of health in most cases. It's not an indicator of habit, you know. Whatever. I would disagree with everything you just said, yeah, but that's not too. important. We'll dig even deeper into this question of the day right after this. Hey, everybody, it's Paul Shear. What? I have a podcast with June Diane Raphael and Jason Manzukas. This kid's story is bonkers. We watch the worst movies ever made. It's oh, baffling. No. And it could not have gotten it more wrong. And then we try to figure out how did this get made? I felt sick. I felt really <laughs> what upset. You? What Boom. happening? <laughs> Boom, nailed it. What exactly is a street fighter? <laughs> Listen to How Did This Get Made on Earwolf or your favorite podcast app. We would love it if you did. I think we should all go around the table and say, on average, what time of day do you set your alarm for and what time do you actually get up? Okay, let's do it. I don't set an alarm. I get up whenever, but I usually get up around 5. Give okay. or take <gasps> like... So it, early? Yeah, give or take about 15 minutes. And when, and when do you go to bed? Uh, I try to go to bed between 8 and 9. Okay, very good. Wow, mm-hmm. Do you have like a morning talk show or something? Like, why are no, you? No, I, like- I like to write and get writing done before the rest of the world is actively trying to engage with mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. So by the time nine o'clock, so I'll read for, I'll have coffee mm-hmm. and I'll read for about two hours and then write for an hour or two hours or whatever, however long it takes. But by nine or ten a.m., when the rest of the world is sort of getting to work, mm-hmm. I'm done with what I consider the most important activity of the day for myself, and I'm ready to just engage and do things I'm- that. Sounds like you have the answer then, like to this. Well, question. it sounds like you did similar things on your writing retreats, and your, uh, you know, we all wake up early, we all grab coffee, and we try to be creative and have time well, for ourselves. Mine and, is and about so exercise, actually. So before I had kids, seven a.m. I would set the alarm clock, probably roll out more like seven thirty-eight. Then I went into the vortex of motherhood and was screwed so badly for years. Yeah, motherhood, like, like sucks. Oh, my God. For what I could tell. Yeah, those years where nobody's sleeping are really, really bad. I just want to register my vote in favor of motherhood. (laughs) And for husbands everywhere, two two pieces of advice. Tell me if this is correct. Yeah. A, get your wife to breastfeed so then you don't have to deal with the feeding at all. Oh, my God. And B, get your mother-in-law in that house and, like, plant her there for, like, six months to a year if he can. Oh, is this good advice God. for men? The second one is very good advice. I I, wait, so I've been lifted up by a man and then just told like to use breastfeeding and to as, bring like, in the mother-in-law. Devious breastfeeding. Yeah, devious I've never breastfeeding. Heard of devious breastfeeding. I, I like is that. It, I've never it, called it that, but yeah. So wait, so, can I just finish? James. I got out of the vortex of motherhood. I just want to say, and I hadn't gone to the gym in seven years. Then I decided I needed to become physically fit, and the only time I could do it would be in the mornings. And so that is what I tried to do. But that was your most important—so the whole point is you do the waking up early, the coffee, all that, and then you do your most important activity of the day for yourself. For either physical health, mental health, emotional health, whatever. Correct. A lot of people do gratitude, which is like a form of spiritual health. They do that in the morning. Did you guys ever read The Millionaire Next Door? No. I did not. So I don't remember it well, but I did read it, and it was fascinating because I think the answers in that book are probably really parallel to the answers to this question, which is, you know, basically the habits of highly successful people type question. It's remarkably unremarkable. 
and yet I will click on any headline that has this. Yeah, I guess so. I just, yeah. I love this That's I why The Millionaire Next Door question. was a bestseller. Right. But it was also good. First of all, it was empirical, which was really neat. And this was back How in so? 15 or 20 years ago because there was a lot of data. Now, I think most of the data came from like financial planners. So, you know, it was not purely unpolluted data. And I'm sure there was some, you know, there were some pollutions of some kind in there. But basically, the people who become millionaires on average are the people who do a lot of small things well and fail to do a lot of bad things, like <laughs> don't overextend themselves. You know, I mean, uh-huh. we're talking financially uh-huh, here, right? Uh-huh, so uh-huh. you don't use credit cards and think that 18% interest is okay. <laughs> right. And you buy cars with cash, for instance, when you can because they're depreciating assets and so on and so on. So I think that for success, there is a parallel set of answers. Now, it doesn't mean that everybody is like that. It doesn't mean that there are people who have totally – first of all, we've talked in the past, James, about different chronotypes, right? Some people really are morning people. So let's say that – I think a lot of people go to look at successful people and think that they can emulate the most visible parts of their success, Mm. and they'll be successful too. And I would argue that a lot of times what makes people successful or, you know, let's call it successful. I don't mean financially successful. You're a good pianist. You're a good good doctor. You're a good radio uh, producer, whatever. I think it's this accretion, this accumulation of small good habits that are incredibly simple but they do take some discipline. They do make force turning them into a habit. So the fact that the three of us wake up early is probably not a coincidence because it turns out that if you want to have a productive day, then you need to kind of plan ahead and you need to get to bed early in, t- in order to get up early, in order to have good energy, to get things done whenever you have that window available to you. So like I get up earlier now than when I was single. When I was single, I could get up at like 6 or 6.30 and feel like I had plenty of time before. But now that I have kids who are getting up at whatever, 6.30 for school, now I get up at 5. You get up at 5? Yeah, because I want that time to do what I need to do. What time do you go to sleep? Um, James and you know you and I, uh, we could easily cohabitate, James. <laughs> Eight or we're, nine, you guys really go to I'm bed that often early? in bed around nine. When your kid, how old are your kids? They're five and eight. Okay, so his his kids are similar age to my kids, about sixteen and thirteen. Uh-huh. Once they get to a certain age, they you kind of just go to sleep and you do let they them do, do their thing. They, oh, yeah. James, you and I should write a parenting book and we should call it... <laughs> the male, let, the men's guide to parenting. <laughs> okay, that's good. I was thinking, let your kids put you to bed. That's what happens uh, in my house. I would love that. Is I get in bed, usually between like 9 and 9.30, yeah. and my kids will come in and tuck me in because they stay up later than me now. They're young teenagers. Uh, your, your kids are a lot nicer than my kids. My kids are like, when's daddy going to bed already? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I put my kids to bed and then there's mom, mom for at least half an hour. Have you tried noise-canceling headphones? <laughs> I wear earplugs every night in bed. Hey, podcast listeners. Thanks for tuning in to Question of the Day. You can go to iTunes and subscribe to this podcast. And that way, we will sneak into your device and deliver in your sleep a brand new episode. Our next one will sound something like this. What mysteries have intrigued you the most in life? You know, like... I love that question. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to have an answer. Um, uh, well, okay, let me ask you a question. No, 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 I'll think about it, though. Do you ever think how big the universe is, for instance? Don't care. Do you ever think how did the universe start? Um, the results are in, and we're here. Question of the Day is produced and mixed by Nathan Rossborough with Allison Hockenberry. 